that's where we're going. Back in your lives, in your ears, and in your face. Welcome to another episode of Papa Jesus, episode 88. We are getting up there in the numbers, man. It's super cool. Uh, it's cool that we're doing this every Thursday. I'm super stoked. Um, as you can see, the, the, the evolution of Papa Jesus is, is never ending. Um, ever since the renovations and stuff in the house and the studio has been done, I've been managing to, you know, find combinations of things that I want to put in whatever room and all that kind of stuff. And it's a super exciting time and I'm forever positive and enjoying, um, what's going on at the moment because I, I don't have to deal with dust and I don't have to deal with rubble. I don't have to deal with contractors and all the people that just annoy the shit out of you so i'm super happy at the moment i'm like in the best mood uh today specifically i just knew thursday art's coming around we're gonna rock uh an episode of puppet jesus we've got a fun one today we've got uh emil and rudolph uh representing devalin um a band that i've actually been following for quite some time i've actually met a number of the other members and uh you know when listening back to the album today uh street street fight sonata i mean come on that's a 20 out of 10 in terms of uh, album name um i just thought to myself i want to start a band like the villain it's just so much energy and uh it's it's, it's awesome but we're going to chat to the dudes in a bit but the man that used to be in the chat the man who is now on the decks and who makes all the calls not all the calls, but like a lot of the calls, creative license. Dude, what's up, Art? Carlos Pejera. <laughs> I don't know why I started saying the Carlos thing, bro, but what's up? How you doing? Keep it going. Yeah, it's been, it's been a stressful, stressful week for me so far. We should have a con congratulations, like, um, you know, uh, like graphic, because congratulations, dude. Uh, oh, we got, wait, wait, we got something for that, though. Uh, Papa G, Papa G Papa G's house exclusive <laughs> excellent um so you're officially are we can we call it official officially uh, uh homeowner well i think it's about uh 60 percent official uh got the approvals from the bank now it's starting to go through the the routine of finding the best rate and then the property inspection, and then it's going to be uh, officiating that, and then the lawyers and whatnot, and it's going to take a couple of weeks, if not three months. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's um, shitting myself, but it's going to be it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. So right, it's a right spot. Small rooms, but it's a really awesome, nicely spot. Nice spot. Nothing needs to be done to it. Just move in straight away, and that's you can't ask for more than that. Okay, so is that that's what's been consuming your days in in the last couple of uh, weeks? Eh? Dude, just I, have, I haven't been able I haven't been able to sleep just from the stress because it's like I can this imagine is the first time I'm doing something this insane, <laughs> buying something, and it's it's stressful because you're like, oh, am I going to have any money after like you know the totally. first of the month? But yeah. No, I mean it's crazy. I mean, but listen, we we've got a lot to talk about. Also, yeah. I mean you know obviously everybody welcome to south africa load shedding is back yep load shedding is back in full force i don't know what is going on we're back like stage four and all that kind of shit um i've been a bit lucky on the last couple of um load shedding schedules it says that we go off and then we don't um so we are due to go off at a approximately eight o'clock mm. so we're gonna keep everything short and sweet and tight for you today but so we're gonna sort out the first segment which we like to call beer of the week what did yeah. you get for us this week mr producer art i got from woodstock brewery um it's called mr brownstone and it's the walnut brown ale i've never had this before so you you've got us a really heavy beer for last week's uh beer of the week by the way well a heavy beer for a heavy week so what was yeah. it it was actually quite nice when it was super cold but when it got warm it was a bit dodge isn't that with like with every beer was it uh, <laughs> float like a butterfly sting, sting like a honey blonde ale belgian honey ale uh belgian blonde honey ale yeah okay so damn it is brown hey yeah, mr mr brownstone yeah here we go do you know what uh, mr brownstone is isn't it heroin uh yeah isn't it it is yes it is it's it's the the rocks okay cool here we go okay let's go 
tastes like coffee. Tastes like hazelnut, like hazelnut coffee. The, yeah, it tastes like <laughs> it, it tastes like um, the shit you get from Seattle Coffee Company. Mm. But dude, in a cold glass and super cold, um, I have the listeners know that this these glasses and the beer has been chilled in the freezer. Yeah, so this is cold as night. <laughs> okay i'm ready to give my rating for this okay the my cubic scale of one to five what do you give it sure i think it drops a whole it drops a whole um point mm -hmm. if it's warm yeah if it's cold it it's up point but i would say a solid two and a half out of five Two and a half out of five for me too. I'm not a usually I'm not usually into flavors. I like dark beers, but uh, I think halfway through this, I'd be kind of tired. Okay, and also for the listeners, they need to understand what we're judging this on. We're judging it on the appearance. We're judging it on the taste, on wow. on the density. Um, you know, with yeah. and we take into consideration the difference between the taste, whether the beer is cold or or warm. <laughs> because if there's a warm beer nobody likes a warm beer but there are some warm beers that are tolerable <laughs> you know yeah. if it's like you can't wait and you're super thirsty you you don't mind you know you know taking on the the first one that's not that cold you know yeah but it, yeah two and a half out of five i give this one yeah pretty okay. much all right well we got cool. a lot to talk to look i mean we got a lot to talk about but before we do any of that later on in the show we can't keep our guests waiting. We got Rudolf and Emil from De Valen joining us from, I think, Pretoria. If if uh, if I'm correct, guys. Ooh, there he is. There he is. There he is. What's up? We got Emil on the left, and we got uh, Rudolf on the right. Dudes, how's it going? It. We had a little chat off air, but uh, but what's happening, fellas? It's good to see you. Thanks for joining the show. Oh, you. Yeah, there we go. Excellent, a excellent. Delayed, man. We can manage. Okay, we, we we seem to be having a slight delay, mm -hmm. but uh, we will try to work our way through it, guys. You recently, you uh, released a video and and uh, a lyric video for Serendipity, I, and you know what? The one thing I wanted to say is that you guys are the two newest members of Devalon, if I can't, uh, if I, if I remember correctly. So Jandre sent me a message today. He said, sorry, man, I've got a gig this evening, but give them hell. Hell, hell. He says, give them, give them cuck. So he gave me free reign to give. Yeah, he gave me free reign to give you as much shit as possible. But anyway, dudes, it's so nice to have you. Sorry, we had a little bit of delay in the beginning. We got Rudolf and we got um, uh, Emil from the violin. Dudes, thank you so much. Dudes what has happened in the last eight to 12 months of of the band during this whole pandemic and, and all that kind of jazz that's the first question i ask everybody is like how was this whole like lockdown experience pandemic covid shit um affected you guys yeah, well obviously we had to to keep distance and we could not practice and play shows Etc. But um, yeah, we managed to still get together, even though we had to keep the 1.5 distance, but we sort of made it two meter distances. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, uh, but, for sure. Um, yeah, I think it affected us the same way as, as most people. Um, yes, some of us. I work at Stellenbosch University, so we could carry on with work. And um, yeah, so some of the people like uh, Bucky and Peter. Yeah, it was, was a hard time for them, and especially Pucky. So, yeah, but we managed to get through it. We helped each other where we can. And, yeah, we still managed to, to get together and play some gigs after after that we could, after the lockdown um, ended all the, the venues and stuff to be closed and you can't play live gigs. So it was actually awesome to just play again and, and be together. And even the practices we had in between, 
was was still awesome. We we had a career and yeah, we played like two songs and the rest of it was a cipher. So <laughs> 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 yeah, you, you you got you got to keep the rock and roll in rock and roll. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because the setup took longer than the two songs that we played. So. <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing, I, I, dude, I said, I said, I think from Pretoria, um, you said Stellenbosch. I, I, I think I might get be getting a little bit confused because I originally thought you guys were from Stellenbosch, but um, the 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 album was written in Pretoria. So are you guys in in Stellenbosch or are you in, in, in uh, Pretoria? Uh, with a delay, you could not see the facial expression when you said Pretoria, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what? Am I, am, I conf- am I going crazy? I think you're wrong, dude. No, no, but the, the, your, your press release said that the album, the album was recorded in Pretoria. Is that correct? Yes, that was before me and Rudolf's time. Uh, but we're actually like 30 kilometers from you, man. So we could, we could have actually made the drive. <laughs> yeah yeah no listen yeah we will get there one day we haven't quite got uh the 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 uh the equipment and all that kind of stuff to be able to handle that but uh, we'll get there eventually um but dude so so let's let's start with you emil how did you how do you know the guys from the violin and how did you get involved in the band and um, because the, the the member change you when did you guys um join you guys both joined at pretty much the same time right i know so um i joined about say two years maybe more ago um mm-hmm. just after the violin came back from their first tour um in europe then Pucky was still playing guitar at that time um, and doing vocals, obviously. So when he got back, he contacted me and uh, said that they, they want the lead guitarist to come and play. But we've known each other for years already. We're all from Kells River, same with Rudolf here. Yeah. And um, yeah, then that got better and Pucky changed over to And then I went on the first tour for me to, to Europe with them, which, which was their second tour. And yeah, for us, it did not work because yeah, obviously you guys know that Pucky is a great front band and yeah. a guitar or a bass guitar is going to keep him back and not performing like he like he has to, or not has to, like he does best. Mm-hmm. So after we, we spoke of the four of us, me and Adrian, the drummer, and Peter and Pucky, we spoke and we said, okay, it's going to be a good thing to look out for a bass guitarist. And yeah, we were still looking and nothing actually triggered us until we realized and remembered that our good friend Rudolf next to us here is an exceptional guitarist and we forced him into the bass. <laughs> and yeah. uh, Pucky still sold his bass to him and look where we are now. So then Dolphy joined us. How long are you? I now? think uh, in the last year, about August. So me and Pucky and I've known the guys also for years. Me and Pucky used to play in bands like all the time. We just kind of weaved past each other and never played the same band. And then yeah, when they asked me, I was like, yo, that sounds amazing. I quit my last band about six years ago. So getting back onto stage was like driving a bike for the first time again. But it was amazing. And I'm, Rudolph, yeah, not I'm going to have to stop you there. We couldn't actually, I couldn't hear what you were saying there. So you, you said, so just, just repeat the, the last thing you said there. Uh, you you, you, you uh, broke up a bit. So me and Pucky, uh, we used to play in bands years ago, and we kind of just weaved past each other. So he played this gig, and I played this gig, but never in the same band. So when they came to me, I think, um, they offered me the, the role of bassist, and all songs were written already. I just have to learn them. It was an offer you can't pass up on, and I'm looking, not looking back at it. It's amazing. No, absolutely, man. That That's awesome. Um, yeah, because because at the end of the day, if you if you're an exceptional guitarist like um, Emil says, it's pretty cool that um, you get to to apply your your guitar mind to a bass guitar, which can actually make it quite fun. Yeah, yeah. Over years, I I started out with guitar, and I always wanted to be the drummer. But after seeing what Adrian has to carry, that is just a horrible idea. <laughs> and so the previous band I also played bass and yeah now I'm full time bass. I yeah. still have the guitar but it's having dust. That's awesome, dude. I mean speaking of Adrian, 
Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, I was just saying, speaking of Adrian, your drummer, I actually met him. He came to a couple of my gigs. That's how I got to know of the violin. Um, and, and he always used to speak of you guys. And um, yeah, and I think that was before he even joined you guys as a band, I think. I don't know. I can't remember, but I do remember him coming to a couple of Atlantic South gigs. I think one was at the Rabbit Hole. Uh, where we we had a long conversation. Such a great guy, hey man! Like, what a pure dude, eh? Definitely. Yeah. We're, we're actually he's he's working or he worked till seven, so he was also gonna join. But yeah, it's a bit for him to to have joined us. If it was at eight, then he would have been in. But yeah, you you correct there. Yeah, that's I think uh, Slenderman. Uh, he looks after me. Slenderman. Perfect, so. Yeah, Slenderman. <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> uh, so and Pucky is uh, the Bobiana on like fucking baboons. So yeah, we need someone to check. <laughs> Dude, you know what the one thing is because I mean I remember I met Peter and I met uh, Jandre, um, myself and Alex, the drummer of Atlantic South. We drove out to Stelly's and we did a Mix FM interview. And it was Devalin and Atlantic South. And I think we were promoting some show. I don't know. I think it was a Turning Tricks um, show or something. I don't know. Then they sent us for interviews. And um, that's where I met those two dudes. And Jandre completely stole the show, man. I mean, that guy's wit and his humor and his sharpness is next level. Eh? That's, a, that's a proper like banter-driven dude. I mean, he's so sharp. Do you understand now why we said that we are going to have to get the lead guitars and the basses for him to perform like he does best? Yeah, because, I mean, but the thing is that, he, I mean, his performances were still electric when he was playing guitar. I mean, is he completely alone behind the vocals now? Yeah, he's now solid, just vocals and running around like a mad chicken without a head. And That's amazing. Trapping my leads out the whole time and shit, so... That's where I learned to put the lead through the strap first. Ah, uh, <laughs> do you know what? I have the same problem with a certain guy named Sean Olson, the uh, the 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 front man of Ill System, my band that that I play for, and um, he has on I think three in a row. The the first th uh, I think was the last three shows we played. He jumps around so much. He always kicks out my cables from my pedals. And stands on them and shit. And then I, then he's like, why isn't your guitar working? I was like, well, it was you, bro. <laughs> and the best part of that is you can lock that cable as much as you like. Oh, they will somehow fucking step it out, out of the amp or something like that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> No, that's true. That's true. So, look, the one thing I always known about the violin is their high energy. I mean, I haven't seen you guys play as a five-piece. Um, I always remember it as a four-piece where where Genre was playing um, the 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 guitar as well. And it's so strange to me. It's like, can he can he make the show any more energetic without a guitar? I'm like, I can imagine he does, but he used to carry his weight into uh, behind the guitar as well. Man, I just remember him sweating balls every show that we played together <laughs> yeah and that is um so with the guitar just that by like 15 <laughs> and then you get the real pucky so yeah uh, he did perform very good with the guitar as well but yeah i love, I love him best just doing his vocals and doing his thing okay. and getting the crowd up to just like it just motivates me a lot more as well in the in the show right so yeah, I love it. The five pieces we are now, and the best of it all is that we are all actually friends from young days. Before. Yeah, I think just like it, I'm I'm the oldest here. I'm like the grandfather, I think. <laughs> so before they actually started, and you're probably younger well, than me. Well, I'm not fucking. Oh, sorry, 35. So we've known each other, all of us now in the band, have known each other before we actually started. You guys were, yo. Almost primary school. I think grade seven I met you, and that's about um, 14 years ago. Well, I, was the, I was the one that was feeding them fucking alcohol underage. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and 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 you and you guys are all you guys are all from Stellenbosch, eh? No, from, we're from Kells River. It's about twenty k's out of Stellenbosch, most. Okay, but you guys are all kind of fr uh, like, but then um, are, are you living in Stellenbosch now? No, no, uh, oh, I okay. work in Stellenbosch. Also works in Stellenbosch, and uh, yeah, Peter and. How close? Yeah, because I remember I kind of put Stellenbosch in the same kind of um, net in, in the same category as you because that's where I met Peter and and uh, um, and Jandre. Um, but well, yeah, dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. I've, I've followed you guys for a long time, and I re and I just always going, yes, that's high energy. Um, the rock and roll, like it's, and and the one thing is that that makes it so gel together so well is that huskiness of of Jean. It's 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 almost like uh, he's, he he had uh, fourteen brandy and coats followed by you know uh, twenty tequilas and um, some castle lights just to wash it all down. But I mean, I can that's his natural voice. But I mean, when I had that interview with him, it was like it, it's almost like. His his voice is always like that. Yes, it's that three packets of inches after that fucking three tequilas. That's <laughs> okay, smoker as well. But I mean, it really translates uh, to the music so well. That huskiness, that rawness, um, and and it all coming together. Because I must say, I mean, I know you guys you guys get to play the songs, and I'm gonna shoot a a, um, a question to you now, Emil. But the 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 album itself, the the Street Fight Sonata, like I said um, earlier, first of all, twenty out of ten for the name of the the album. Um, because I think that's like one of the best album names I, I've, I've heard in a long time. Um, and um, just the energy and the, the, the production of the actual album, it sounds massive. I was giving it a good spin today. Okay, serendipity, all the groove. Then you've got the fun, yeah, kitty, kitty, yeah, kitty, uh, in, in um, uh, I don't know what song is. Then you've got like a, almost like a metalcore kind of breakdown song and questions and then you've got yes. loveless which is is another uh, uh, power anthem kind of vibe then you get to relapse where it's like a re it brings you down and and dude it's, it's such a really rad album and um i really implore everybody to go listen to it because it's some of the best work i've heard in a long time bro like I, it's it's i i you know another thing that i want to say is that that that's why i love doing this podcast because i'll listen to davalin from like two years ago when i was when i was gigging and stuff and then all of a sudden i'll forget but then i'm gonna sit and, and have a discussion with you i listen to your album like why the fuck is this not on my playlist and not list i'm listening to it every day <laughs> so what is, what is your favorite song then uh, right now, my favorite song is "Questions," but oh, yeah. but I really but 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 the but the way you guys structured this the 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 song uh, the songs, "Cheap Drugs" is a really fun song, really fun to get you started in the album. Like I'm kind of like old school. I'll listen to the album start to finish, and that's probably how you structure your songs, right? You start with a bang, then you hit it with another bang, then you slow it down a bit, then you hit it the middle of the album, bang, bang, bang. At the end of the, um, at the end of the album, you 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 uh you slow it down and 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 give the more emotional side of the band. So I can see it. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like uh, just get. It, it has to bring you up nicely and then it brings you down a bit and then you're like, but is this going to be how the album is going to end? And then, bah, fucks you in the head from the other <laughs> side again. <laughs> and that is, that is actually the vibe for, for serendipity. Um, and, and questions, I don't really know the background of questions, but I know for a fact in serendipity, it was the, the kind of vibe genre wanted the, the oomph, like, Yo, if you can hear the, the riffs in that in the yeah. song, uh, and slowly he actually he wrote the lyrics to that. And uh, Dolph, you can you also know the story. So no, you were telling about the, the slendy one just now, but um, yeah. So I was actually privileged to record the lead parts in Serendipity and a little bit of Loveless, 
um, because that was on the, on the end of the album after it stood still for like two and a half to three years almost. So yeah, we just wanted to, to get it finished and uh, John also added a lot to it and all the songs as well, especially Loveless, because that is, it's, uh, it's also a favorite of mine, but I'm definitely my favorite song to play is Serendipity. But uh, yeah, Dolphy will, will explain to you where the, the actual song comes from. And the <laughs> Dolphy, I love it, Dolphy. <laughs> so when they were writing the album, there was a little bit of a, a time stretch issue because they had booked the studio and they had to finish writing all the lyrics. So I think it was Adrian who wrote the lyrics. And they were kind of under a lot of pressure and just needed some kind of message, some luck from some, some kind of luck. And apparently he stuck his hand in his pants and he found a 200 rand note and then inspired the whole song to be written because it's serendipity finding that you wouldn't normally find yeah i mean i read read... another yeah yeah and another one (laughs) i read the write-up and i was like i mean it's all based on fates and stuff but i mean let's let's ask that question listen actually let's let's put that question on ice for a second i want to ask you emil because it's interesting as a guitarist, a lead guitarist coming into a band, having already having your own style and then having to learn someone else's lead bits. How was that for you? Really that, um, okay, so I started playing guitar years ago, but just, just playing at home. Like, yo, I'm a Moose Metallica fan. And uh, so I just played their tunes and all that stuff. And that is the style that I actually went into. And that is my kind of style. For the lead that I also play for the Devara live shows, so mm-hmm. I tried on especially the launch. Um, I had to learn the actual leads to get as close as possible. But the the feeling of these guys and the the yes, it's fucking difficult to explain. But but just the vibes that they give off, it's not a challenge. It's not a change. It's actually fun to to bring my style into this and them helping also with the style i will never forget peter telling me the, the second rehearsal he's like yes we know you are fast but shit it doesn't you don't have to be fast to play nice tunes and that stuck into my head so hectically that i actually told him afterwards i'm like peter you know what that is the best thing i've ever heard because now i can actually enjoy myself much more without any stress of fucking playing beats but fucking second or minute or whatever it is <laughs> yeah no just listen i understand yeah just enjoying it and, and playing what what you actually feel and what you hear of the song so and and what makes it so cool is that on each show i don't have to play the same thing over and over and over i can play anything that i want to but it comes into the same kind of song that's written from because actually pretty rats a lot of the solos and uh, and lead parts from the start of the album. So um, my style and his style is, is really close to each other because we also had um, a jam rock. Uh, we were at music school together when we were much younger. So it was it's awesome and it's I, I don't have any difficulty of playing the lead parts. Um, Peter just fucks me up a little bit with the riffs and stuff that I have to play. Have a fucking style on him. <laughs> I can just always just look and I look at his hands when he turns to a next chord or something. I'm like, the fuck are you doing, man? This is firework <laughs> shit. And he's also cuck fast with his right hand, so he's, he puts a lot of like kind of ghost notes. Yeah, stuff somebody, in. I mean, he makes, that, he makes you work for it, eh? Yeah, so yeah, heavy. He told me from the start, he's like, if you don't have a structure, you're not going to play the fucking song, so learn the structure. So I'm like, okay, well. Um, <laughs> so you should, okay. Um, okay, is this yeah, is this is this, is this picky as in genre? No, no, no Peter. Ah, oh, Peter. Okay, I see, I see. Yeah, the the, the rhythm fucking mastermind. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, because... got to be honest with you. I mean, a lot of those, a lot of those songs are super groovy. They're super. Um, you know, they they have the feel. You know, like you can. It's it's so well done when when you get a rock and roll band that leaves space for the vocals to create the energy right but you you you, there's a strong support structure in in the music in the instruments with the drums with adrian on drums with you rudolph and bass um peter and yourself liam uh 
you create that 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 awesome support structure for the whole show to to take its course because because at the end of the day the message and the vocals and stuff must be the hero and 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 the energy in that uh in that sense the hero of the day no definitely <laughs> oh we are losing connection <laughs> yeah, hundred percent correct. And um, yeah, I, 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 we got connection back. There we go. We go. We back. We back. We back. We back. Hello. Tickets. <laughs> have, have you guys ever? Have you guys ever experienced when you like on a Zoom call? It like almost tries to match everything, and it like um, speeds up the frame rate, almost like it's in fast forward. <laughs> did you notice that yeah hey listen this is this is the fun <laughs> thing about <laughs> this is the fun thing about uh, zoom phone calls and stuff like that you never know what's going to happen and what you're going to get <laughs> yes, that is, it always works like that it's perfect before you start and then ah oh, fuck everything pops out afterwards with yeah. like a, a recording yeah no 100 percent the part, coming back to the part of um, with the guitar and, and the, the lead stuff coming with, I think Rudolf would, would also uh, agree with me because when he started, um, I think it was once or twice I went to you, yeah, uh, just to help a little bit with the structures because uh, Adrian is very picky about, especially the parts where there has to be a stop in everything dead, bah! So it's playing the riffs and, every, and all of a sudden, boom! And then you just go on. So that was also a, a part for me that that I, I, it took time to learn to get all that stops and all that shit. In. So it sounds really crappy when you have a whole band coming to a stab or to a stop, and one guy fucks it. Then the whole song, yeah. you can just—it sounds so unfair. Well, either well, five of a stop. Yeah, I mean that 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 it's all a part of the energy, and and if that flow gets interrupted, it can be detrimental to the entire song. You could lose the entire energy energy of the song. Yeah. Uh, also, what you said earlier about uh, the vocals having to be carried by the instruments, it's um it's the same when you approach a solo. So everybody gets excited because it's a solo, but you should you should all back and you should make your instrument make the guitar sound better rather than making your instrument try to match a guitar or a drum a drum fall or anything because you get excited because you know something cool is going up but then you have to step back and just say okay we have to make that instrument sound the most important and i think when you're playing as like pookie and emil and these guys for years and we you can actually hear it when we at practice they even just with the dynamics like slow it down and just bring it down a little bit so whatever has to stand out stands out for sure no absolutely no you you uh i agree with you but guys i must say we are, are struggling quite badly with the connection i think it may be do you know what load shedding load shedding is the issue i blame escom escom and everything and it's fast forwarding whatever rudolph is saying but you know what guys you know on on that note i'm super stoked i think everybody needs to go and check the volunage you guys are super energetic um a great live band you know what that's another thing that i really like is when i when i've seen a band play live obviously i haven't seen your five piece but i've seen your band play and i know the energy that 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 you guys give off uh, as an outfit and um everybody go go check out the volant band because there's another Devalin that I think it was a book or or uh, uh, something that was named after. I can't remember what it was. I looked it up many many moons ago. The street. Uh, the street. The street. There we go. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But guys, thank you so much for joining the show. Serendipity and Loveless and Street Fight Sonata was released this year. 2021 go check it out um it was it was written and recorded in 14 days amazing amazing so uh guys the the connection's a bit rough escom is giving us a big fat one so we're gonna say cheers for now um but we'll catch you in person emil like you said let's get this next one in person baby we got this uh this new studio set up we'll just get the equipment ready and then we can have you 
Definitely. And then we should also organize a lack of gig with you guys. Yeah, 100%. That sounds amazing, dude. Um, I think an ill system, the Valen combination is pretty pretty potent, dude. I think that'll be rad. I think that would be pretty sick. That'll be super cool. Yes, that, that can work, especially that we're not in Pretoria. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you and but they, but you know what the funny i'm gonna call you fuckers out <laughs> yeah i'm like you're pretoria and they're going and they're just nodding their heads i'm like okay cool they're from pretoria now <laughs> yeah 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 it sounds like Cry Fontaine, Moss. <laughs> no, man, awesome, guys. Dudes, you know what? You know what we need to do? We need to clap some voice on a bra. We need to sing some Zamalex and we need to play some rock music. Oh, can you imagine Papa G's? Can you- yeah, can you imagine a Papa G's house little bride there with the Devolin boys? It could get hectic, yeah. It could get, it'll be fun though. And listen, sign me we're the fuck wait, up. We're just waiting for Let's go. Okay, well, let's make it happen. Sounds great. Because we can also get you boys so behind the acoustic instruments as well. Yeah, that's all good. All right, let's make it happen. Emil and Rudolph from Devalen, thank you guys so much for joining. Sorry about the connection vibes. I'm not sure what's happening, but um, you guys rock. Thanks for coming. And um, listen, keep in contact with the socials for Devalen at Devalen Band on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Go check out the YouTube videos. Um, they've got some cool things of them performing in the Netherlands, um, some live performances, really well produced flipping amazing band uh, i can't wait to see the evolution i can't wait to see you guys live again so we can take off the bloody masks and we've all had our bloody uh 5g inserted to us we'll, we'll be good <laughs> sweet guys great chat thank you so much for joining the show we'll see you soon cheers boys thanks man cheers dudes oh check what oh, I've, I've got my uh I need to actually. I got the 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 recliner out for that. Yeah, you did. Um, Devalin guys, uh, Rudolph and Emil of Devalin. Yeah, just uh, we struggled with a bit of connection issues there, man, for a, for 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 a second or for for a, for a bit. But uh, so great to chat to these dudes. Always so much fun, some energy. It, it's really great to chat to dudes that 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 like to party. You know what I'm saying? Um, but. Yeah, go check out the volume because I really dig dig their music, dude. Like super punchy, super groovy, super fun. Um, yeah, I've seen them live think. before and it, and it was rad, but it'll be interesting to see with the new lineup. That'd be pretty cool. Mm, definitely, definitely. But um, yeah, like, yes, it's load shedding. It seems to be affecting everybody, man. Yeah, dude. Got nailed twice in one day a couple of days ago. Yeah, no, that's that's no fun, no fun, no fun. But um, oh, I'm still clapping this beer, and it's hectic now. Yeah, but that's <laughs> but that remember you've got to take into consideration on on the mic cubic scale, um, how the beer tastes once it's warm. It loses half a point. It loses half a point. So you've gone to two. I've gone down to two. There now. we go. <laughs> you see yeah. now, I stay at two point five. Because I Downed drank it, it while it was still cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, on on the note of losing a point, uh, what's raging you today? Oh, you want to pick a number? Have you not created an art rages thing yet? No, I have I haven't had the time okay. yet. So pick a number between um, one and, and seventy six. Um, thirty one. Thirty one. Okay, thirty one. <laughs> Big Bang Theory. Okay. I hate that show. Oh, is that just straight up? Yeah, I hate that show. <laughs> um, do you know what the one thing about the Big Bang Theory that I saw is that all the stuff that they talk about, you know, you know, they're talking about equations and explaining things. Mm-hmm. Apparently, all that stuff is research, research to actually be correct. Uh, I don't doubt that. Um, the, the thing with Big Bang Theory, though, was when it started, it was actually kind of cool because um it was like these three four guys and the one dude who would be like super quiet when he's around chicks that was a funny gag Mm -hmm. 
but the second they got the one of the guys to date the chick from across the across, penny yeah when they so. when they started bringing in them dating chicks it went like downhill and then and i think from because i only stopped watching through the second season and then, then it was just becoming more reliant on like one-liners and and it wasn't i don't know it, it, they were trying to be smart but it wasn't like smart comedy it was just comedy with smart in it well they and, ended up being becoming a rom-com and uh, yeah, uh sitcom and, with uh, uh howard wallowitz with uh what's his chick what's his chick's name nah, I can't remember. um you must remember i don't watch the uh, show anymore but yes exactly it it, it became bernie a bernie yeah it became a rom-com and, yeah and it would have worked better if it stayed away from that if it was just a bunch of super high-end like uber geeks trying to like you know go through you know with, with relationships with friends yeah. and school and stuff like that but in a funny way it would have been a lot better but the second they made it like with chicks in there and then they had like girlfriends and it was like ah, oh, <laughs> they fucking ruined it yeah uh i was never a huge fan of uh big bang theory in in any event but um <laughs> This, this I, is rad. I watched I watched pretty much all of it. There's this rad clip on YouTube where they take out the the laugh track from a scene, and it's in like when you watch it like that. I mean, you could do that with any sitcom, but with this, it was like those jokes aren't actually funny, like at all. It's just yeah, you know, it's, it's yeah. just science stuff, and they're just like yeah, blah blah whatever. But like they took the laugh track out, and it was actually like this is kind of lame. Yeah, but if you take the laugh track out of Friends. It like becomes it could... creepy. Did you see the one with the um, with the with Ross? Like they took the laugh track out of uh, Exchange with Ross, and he actually sounded like a like a psychotic serial yeah. killer. I mean, but why are you even thinking about that? You must take it as wholesome as it's given. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know, you're being anymore. a little bit of a sadist here. I'm old. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, yeah, but like I. You know, I'm not a big head of the Big Bang Theory. I thought that was funny. Penny is just delightful. Um, what's I her name? Kaylee Quirker. Yeah, I, I hated her. Oh, really? I thought I loved her. She she basically made the show for me. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, no. it's a shit show. Uh, it was cool when it started, and then when they brought in the the girlfriend angles, and it was like, nah, they ruined it now. Yeah, because they had a really cool angle there, and then they just turned it into like the traditional thing where someone has to have a girlfriend. I mean, fuck that. Ah, oh, but don't you, didn't you enjoy the the like the, the semi like misogynistic jokes against Amy Farrah with uh, um, Sheldon? Yeah, but those are funny. Like, but I mean, it's kind of like you wouldn't get away with that in person. No, you wouldn't. But that also you get slapped beside the head, son. It was okay. Okay. It was okay. It's just, uh, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just not funny. It hasn't been funny for a while. They're just relying, and it's just like you but know, they throw they, a gag finished, and wait for the crowd. Hopefully, yeah, it is finished, dude. But it's it's long gone. It's like they they wrapped up like two years ago or something like that. Thank God. Okay. Well, anyway, that was sucks. not not your best art, Rages art. No, it's it. Basically, I was gonna make a video of that, and it was literally gonna be five seconds long. It's like art, Rages, Big Bang Theory. It's shit. End of video. <laughs> okay. <was> <laughs> well, I mean, I enjoyed some some of this stuff. Uh, well, you know, actually, most of it. But um, I never never followed it like religiously, like some people I know. Uh, fuck it. But um, my art, Rages, it's it's kind of like a weird one. Yeah. You know what I, I was thinking the other day? You know, you get the NBA, right? Yes, I, yes. Then you get. You get the NBA All-Star Game. Yeah. But then you get commentators that like commentate the NBA and they call those players stars. Okay. Right? But so the reason why they're called stars is because they made the All-Star Game. Okay. So my outrageous is why do you call a... Why do NBA players call themselves All-Stars when they're actually stars playing in an All-Star Game? <laughs> <laughs> It really bothered me today. I was like, <laughs> why do they call it an all-star? They call them all-stars, but then when they commentate, they call them stars. But aren't they all-stars then? But Exactly. So why do they say stars? You're star players. Dude, I don't, what? 
I have no That's idea confusing. what American commentators anyway, think nowadays, but yeah. it's like, oh, this guy is a star. I mean, everybody's a star. If you're like on TV, you're a star. But if there's if they're an all star, that's almost like like a, a but if badge you're an all star, you're in a team full of stars, which means the team is all, all stars. stars. Okay. But then why do they call themselves all stars instead of stars? Um, my brain is hurting. <laughs> but you see, that's a good yeah. outrageous, right? It's not bad. It's not bad. Okay. Not my best work either. Eh? No, no, no. All it's right. A pretty okay. weak one. Listen, I really actually enjoyed that Mr. Brownstone hazelnut brown ale from Woodstock Brewery. That's not right. a sponsor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was actually pretty damn good. Um, it has to be cold. It's 5.2% alcohol. Not too too much of a fan of the... It could be lighter and simpler. It could be. I mean, but it, it's quite like a heavy taste. I think this is like no, a I'm talking. Wine I'm actually talking about the packaging. Oh, you're talking about the packaging. Yeah, I mean, it could be more inviting. I mean, I suppose Mr. Brownstone's like, listen, bro, you want to die off beer tonight? Yep. Have two shots of this. Mr. Brownstone. Yeah. I mean, because that literally dying. is, Mr. Brownstone is heroin, he isn't it? Leave you alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know, you know, dude. They Maybe they're like, this This beer is going to be so good. It's going to be addicted. It's like you're going to be addicted to heroin. Uh, yeah. That's probably what the marketing <laughs> angle is. But yeah. uh, it's just a funny name because yeah. it's so brown. But dude, I have to, I have to talk about this now. Mm -hmm. Formula One. Oh my goodness, have you ever experienced such drama in two laps, two final laps, or three final laps of a Grand Prix? What insanity. And I was thinking to myself, do why why restart a race for two for two laps? That's why, because Lewis Hamilton can lose his steering in the like final two corners i don't know i can't remember what corner of the last lap it was it was the first corner <laughs> the first corner and lewis hamilton off the track gets no points for mercedes then sergio checo perez or checo sergio perez checo perez basically yep um wins the race gets maximum points for red bull mm -hmm. max um is the reason the whole stop uh race happened well, Pirelli tire, well, to be technical. The Max was the one that crashed out. Yeah, but what happened was uh, a couple of laps earlier than that was uh, uh, Lance Stroll. He was also on that straight, and his left rear tire caved in, and he spun, and he crashed out. And then the same thing happened with Verstappen, that the left rear frayed and then spun him out and crashed him out. And then when they stopped, like a bunch of other drivers rear tires were like that close of having the same thing yeah. so it was a tire fault uh with pirelli actually that it wasn't the drivers because you, you could see he was going like dead straight yeah and he was gunning it dead straight and then he just like fish tails and spins the the tire caved in but like the the funny thing is um they were actually in in um the regulations within three laps you could you could uh, end the race and the positions count. They they didn't have to finish the last two laps. It like because it, if it's like two or three laps left and there's a stoppage, then the race is done. Yeah. But the race officials said no. We want the last two laps to be a the laps to be a sprint race because it will be entertaining. Like they they chose to do the last two laps for um, viewership and for fans, which I think was awesome because. It was exciting as hell. Welcome back to Formula One, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it was exciting. This last two weeks of racing, last three weeks, yeah. or the last three races of the Formula One have been next level exciting. It's next been, level it's exciting. Been right. From qualifying straight through. I mean, how is Carlos, I mean, um, Charles Leclerc getting pole position in Monaco and not even starting the race? Yeah. Then two races later, pole position only ends up in like one race later one race later far down the grid yeah then you've got um max Verstappen and and basically lewis hamilton fighting it out at the top and then the midfield watch drive to survive people <laughs> i've just finished both seasons i didn't realize that the uh, the, the third season was only a trailer <laughs> um, and i was like okay th season three let's go we are going season season three we are rocking the shit and then i click these season three and it's a fucking trailer <laughs> i was like 
do I start watching from one again? What the, the, that's bullshit. No, you, you did you end up watching season three by accident? No, only the trailer. It's not released on Netflix yet. It has been. I've already watched it. No. Yes. Really? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but dude, it was amazing. When when Verstappen crashed out, I was like, ah, shit. And then Hamilton on the start of the last two last two laps, he, he gunned it. But remember, like he told the team, it's like, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, just make sure you finish it, even where you are, because you're going to get the points. He gunned it. But what happened was when he... When he gunned it past Checo and Checo veered across, apparently his hand knocked what they call the magic button, yeah. which changed the brake bias all the way to the front. Yeah. And then when he got to the corner, Mode he couldn't one. stop. He Mode just kept going. And then he's in the back, no points. And I was like, yeah, I was screaming. It was awesome. Mode and then one. that fight with, with it was, was uh, Vettel, Norris, and uh, who came third again? Who came third again? Uh, uh, who came third? Um, wasn't it... Uh... Shit. Anyway, the, the, anyway, it was a the, look the, it up. The guys from <laughs> guys racing like in positions two, three, and four, they were just trying to jostle for position. Mm, those mm. last two, it was awesome. I'm so glad that they said let's just do the last two laps as a sprint race instead of just finishing it. There was amazing. I loved it. Well, all I can say is I can't wait to see what answer Charles Leclerc has for the next couple of races. Well, because we'll he's see. been unlucky two out of three races. Two out of three is pole position, yeah. and then no go. I mean, I think he ordered, he made some points for Ferrari. He got some points, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't. Did he? I don't know. I uh, know he, he got a few points. He didn't get that much, but yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, but dude, it was a great race. And another thing before we go, yeah. uh, MotoGP, Miguel Oliveira, the Portuguese rider, won the won the uh, Barcelona Catalunya race on Sunday as well. So yes, nice, nice Portuguese I mean, you, rider. You big on your motorsport. I'm 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 huge on the F1, but I'm limited everywhere else. Yeah. Um, but it was cool. It was a good weekend for the motorsport. Hundred really percent. It was good. Hundred percent. And then we've got the big one this weekend: Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vittori for the middleweight championship. And this is a rematch. A rematch for the middleweight cha- So this is a title title fight. We got two title fights this weekend. Oh, we got. Israel Adesanya out of New Zealand representing Nigeria. Um, the last style bender, just a seriously stylish dude, knows how to market himself. Um, he's beaten Marvin Vittori via split decision before. I think it was his first or second fight in the UFC. But since then, Marvin Vittori has been on an absolute tear and has been undefeated. So it's a rematch of the ages. Israel Adesanya is calling it the Italian job number two. <laughs> job number and two. <laughs> uh, Marvin Vittori is saying, I'm going to take your belt, my friend. So I want you to just check this out, bro. I want you to show, I want to show you this for the last couple of minutes of the show. Okay. Um, check out on Instagram. Maybe go to ESPN MMA on Instagram. Okay, and I want to show you the intensity between these two fellas. Let's see if we can do this. Because it's intense. But minutes. while while you're doing that, while you're searching for 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 that, the co-main event is another rematch. It is versus, it's between Brandon Moreno of Mexico and Davison Desco Deco Deco whatever his fucking name is Davison Figueredo. Um, okay, who am I looking for? You're looking for ESPN MMA. ESPN. Um, that's another rematch. That was a majority draw. So they drew the championship fight. When a draw happens in the championship fight, the winner, the, I mean, the champion remains champion. But the only reason that there was Whoa, a... Oh, shit. shit. There we go. Yeah. The <laughs> only reason, the only reason he, um, there was a draw was because there was a... One point deducted for a brutal nut shot. <laughs> brutal nut shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, zing. Yeah. So a proper zing to the D. Ooh, and um, Ouch. yeah, that's them. That's those. Those are the exact two people I'm talking about right now. So it's these two. Yeah, Brandon Moreno on the left, Davison hooking that nasty uppercut. Wow. But that's that's the rematch uh, for the for the flyweight title this weekend. That's the co-main event of the evening. Seriously. The the this fight this the picture that would from this fight this fight was the fight of the year last year wow 
So if anybody wants to go check out and get like schooled on great mixed martial arts, watch this fight. Scrambles for days and they didn't there wasn't even a winner. Wasn't even a winner. Not even a winner. Not even a winner. And then um check out I see you got the zoom window up on the right hand side there as well. I bro. do. Um, um I was waiting for you to notice. <laughs> um but there's there's Marvin maybe go to Go further down. Maybe check where it says Adesanya Vittori. Up, up, up. Up. There we go. And then stop. There it says Adesanya Vittori uh, yeah. on the top right. On uh, the top. There we go. There we go. Unmute that shit. You're going to have to uh, right click the tab at the top. Yeah, I think I'm going to mute that. On the tab. On the tab. Left. Yeah, there we go. Unmute that. It's already in here. We already know. We know. Let's see now. Destiny, there you go, man. on the bottom uh, right hand corner of the picture. Ago, there's a... You know, it went like it went, you know, I think. Nothing special. Huh. Sure. I, I won that nothing fight explained. and uh, yeah. I... Oh, well. We oh, well. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, you, anyway, you well, that didn't work out too well. <laughs> didn't <laughs> have any time to prepare. So much to... Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. <laughs> we, I mean, we need to get you... Uh, we actually need to get you versed on Instagram and stuff like that <laughs> because you don't have the social media. Yeah. New boy. But, and you know what? I'm actually going to call you out. I'm going to call you out right now. Oh shit. Um, because I overheard you. I was walking down the passage uh, yeah. before the show started and you're like, they came on the, on the zoom video and you're like, Hey guys, I'm helping G. Bro, you must be proud. You got creative license on the show. You create all the cool <laughs> graphics and all that kind of stuff. You must call yourself the producer, son. <laughs> the producer. I produce this show. Cool. I'll make gotta, a graphic. <laughs> the producer. Yeah. Um, just go. No. Uh, you should do your face and then trusty producer art. Okay. I'll see what I can Because I always do. go trusty producer for some reason. I but like anyway, it. that's that's been a fun show, dude. That that beer of the week, where, you know, with that um, the Muhammad Ali beer. Mm -hmm. Same thing happened to you that happened to me last week. Got warm. Got gross. <laughs> Now, this one I drank quickly and loved it and chilled the glass. Come on, you got to appreciate that I chilled those glasses. You, that was a surprise you didn't even see. No. Did I, you notice it? I did notice it. And, uh, and basically, when it gets warm, it's got a syrupy taste. That's, that's why. Okay. So that's why it's now at two. But I still, overall, two and a half, not bad. Cool. Not the best, not the worst. Nice. nice. Happy with the new studio vibes? I'm. Dude, I think it's rad. I like the plants. It's nice to have some bush in the room. Nice little bush in the room, you know. Loving a little bit of bush around, you know. And then um, got the got my cap collection there. I still need to dust that down because damn, it can collect some dust, dude. Um, but yeah, yo, Sean yo G, what's up, Sean? As time divides in the house. Um, good to have you guys around. Yeah, and then Carolyn, poor, poor Max. Ah, uh, poor Max, poor Max. But you know he's probably got the rest. He got the rest of the reason, uh, the season to yeah to pick it up. Yeah, um, still four points a, in, the, in the lead. Like, yeah, and I followed him. I follow him on Instagram now as well. And he was doing the blink test, and uh, it was quite impressive. Um, what? <laughs> the blink test. I yeah, the blink test. Out. Yeah. Well, you need to have social media to do that. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so the, today's been a great show. I was really excited to do this one today because of the new setup and the new plants and, you know, the new lights. How's the new lights work working today, bro? I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. I'm digging it as well, bro. Yeah, you've got but a little I... border around your thing there as well. Um, it's it's all know, good. Giving away trade secrets here. <laughs> Did you notice? Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, I reckon we should get them in again, but in the studio this time sure. so that we don't have network connectivity problems. So what we're going to do in future for, because I don't know if they can see the, the, the chairs behind you. Um, yeah, so there's two of those. I'm sitting on one of them. And what we're going to do is we're going to give them handheld mics, dude. We don't have to do mics on stands and shit. Yeah, just ha hold, hold the mic to your face. Yeah, you know, like just to make it more a little bit more casual. I don't need to buy a thousand stands. Just hold the mic in your hand. Yeah, what do you think? This is a sponsored show. I can't, I can't hold this one in my hand too much, but like, you know what it is. Mm -hmm. And and oh yeah, <laughs> Paul, it, bro. There we go. Check. <laughs> I'm like, I'm. Uh, oh, 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 <laughs> oh shit. 
shit. Are we are we doing this today, bro? Are we doing this today? I'm definitely not going to join anyway, you. Anyway, we, we're gonna we're gonna wrap the show up. Yeah. Um. Thank you everybody to list uh for listening to Papa G's house. This is episode eighty eight. The the longer the show goes, the sillier we get. It seems, and I'm I'm really looking forward to the future. We 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 sprucing things up. We're always trying to go the extra mile and do something new. So please subscribe to Papa Jesus. It really does us a great service. Um, and and it, you you guys actually don't even know how you know what it does. So please hit that subscribe button, um, and uh, check out the socials at at Papa G's house. Uh, for updates and all that kind of jazz but um it's been a great episode looking forward to a great weekend um next week we got some cool interviews lined up and the week after but same time same place next week thursday this is Papa G's house episode 88 with devolin from myself and trusty producer art i'm out of here till then we say peace That's where we're going.